Hey y'all, welcome back to our channel. If you're new here, this is Joe and Jay Outspoken. As the recording of this, it's Tuesday, May 30th. I'm Jay, and today we're going to be covering a great topic as always. Hey, so Joe, what's the title of this week's episode? Uh, this episode, we'll be talking about American whiteness and how it's impacting and dividing our nation. Wow. I'll try to not be so white this episode. <laughs> So welcome back, and it uh, looks like we're going over some, uh, you know, my favorite subject, uh, American whiteness. So uh, what's going on with this, Joe? Are we, um, am I in so, trouble? No, no, you're not. Well, yes, you are, according to um, <laughs> our administration. You are in trouble. It would um, So according to Oxford Language Dictionary, uh, whiteness w is considered uh, the property or quality of being white in color. Like, um, for example, um, the landscape is dominated by, by whiteness of snow, right? Uh, another definition they use is the fact or state of belonging to a human group having light colored skin. Very non-racial type of definitions, correct? So, but the more I started looking into that, right, because I, I keep seeing this topic of white supremacy and whiteness and all these things that are coming up. And I happen to come across the uh, Smithsonian and uh, they have the National Museum of African um, American History. And they have now taken the word whiteness and made it into a, a, a racial uh, derogatory name, right? They, they've, they've radicalized that, that word. And, and I think this is where we as a nation uh, stems with this problem of racism. That's where we begin to get divided because this is the Smithsonian, right? This is run by the, by the government, by, by the U S government. And right. for them to start changing these definitions to, to be, a negative impact uh, is harmful, right? Because it's like us saying, um, oh man, that's, that's, you've just, that's so much blackness going on there. I mean, that, that's offensive, right? Yeah. I mean, to some people that would be offensive, but you could say whiteness is, is okay to use out there. And, and, and I think that's important that and in this episode, we talk about that because I think that is the core uh, issue that we're having in, in our society today is right. that we've allowed these things to impact us. Yeah, that's really crazy. So, so the Smithsonian is actually like doing this and they have a definition there and saying it, that kind of thing. Yeah, they do actually. So let me read to you what it says. Whiteness and right uh, and white uh, rationalized identity refer to the way the white people, their customs, culture, and beliefs operate as a standard by which all other groups of are compared. Hmm. So basically what they're saying is that, you know, whiteness being white, being white like yourself um you everyone else has to kind of compare to that be at that level which is ridiculous because i've 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 never ever even heard of that like even growing up i've never heard like hey you have to be like white people you have to maintain that level of 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 american is you have to be white i, I it's you know, you know unheard of um i think the closest thing that i've ever um gotten to something that seems remotely racist is um affirmative action right that 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 well yeah <laughs> or uh that's just ridiculous but well that's kind of crazy because i i you know think about the um uh smithsonian institute and 
and what they stand for, you know, and there's a lot of great historical stuff there. Right. And one of the silly things, I mean, um, this is a little sidebar to what we're going over, but you know, there was a lot going on in the last couple of years about tearing down statues and stuff. Mm -hmm. Correct. And that was kind of in the vein of what we're going over. Um, my disagreement with that is like, you know, if a bunch of people want to get together, vote it out and say, Hey, this, this doesn't fit a, you know, our culture anymore or whatever. That's fine. We're not a third world country. We shouldn't be, you know, tearing them down with ropes and everything, you know, crate them up and take them to the Smithsonian. It's a historical thing. Um, I've told folks that and they say, well, you know, we shouldn't be saving anything like that because it's a, you know, it's a racist or whatever the uh, keyword of the day is that was seen on Twitter or CNN. And my rebuttal to that would be, well, do you realize that the Smithsonian is full of Nazi paraphernalia and tons of other stuff that has happened throughout history? It is not there to glorify it. It is there because we don't want to repeat history, right? And we want exactly. to preserve it and know where we came from and where we don't want to go back to. So but, um, but a lot of this, the, the hypocrisy in this is just be beyond crazy. But it's everywhere. Like you just mentioned something of, uh, of historical value, right? I mean, these things are... are historically they're part of our nation regardless if it was right. a bad thing or a good thing um but not just that let's look outside of our nation like um are all the, the jews if they suffered the most right during the nazi era um at those uh, oh, yeah, camps man. and so is auschwitz been destroyed no it's still there they've preserved it um they take care of it um right. that's just one example of how uh the nazis almost completely eliminated a whole, a whole, uh, religious right. or a race. Um, it was complete genocide. I mean, yeah, exactly. And, and to sit there and say, um, let's just destroy it. That that's not, that's not what we need to do. We need to remember these right. things. We need to walk by and see all the damage that was done by, Absolutely. by Nazi, right. By the mm -hmm. Nazis, you, you, you go visit these, um, historical landmarks because that's what they are historical landmarks and you see that you you look at it i mean they have them at the smithsonian they have right. some of these um train cars where they were brought to auschwitz and they're there but they're not there because they're glorifying it they're there because this is part of history this Absolutely. is what happened in our world and because of that we we got better we did better right right uh, um 100 man there's there's three places you know uh, the most recent one to us would be 9-11. You know, we, we lost two towers in New York City. And what did they do? They they built a, a new tower in its place, you know, and have a big area that they, exactly. uh, you know, for a, a memoriam. And then you have two countries that were at bitter odds at one time, the United States and Japan. And both countries, uh, you know, if you go to Japan, there is a, in, at Hiroshima, there's a beautiful memoriam, you know, for all the people that, you know, horribly lost their lives there. And and we're hurt by what happened. And then same thing, you know, uh, um, my this, favorite ship, the, my favorite ship in the Navy over in uh, uh, Hawaii that is still there. And, you know, thousands upon hundreds of thousands of people visit every year to go see the USS Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. yeah. So in fact, in we, fact, uh, the the summit the, that's going on right now is in Hiroshima, you know, yeah, in, yeah. in a historical place because, you know, we were there. Um, but it, it's just, to me, it's just getting out of hand. Um, everything's going, everything's being targeted and not, yeah, I, I want to say almost everything's being targeted to white people. Like you guys are the core problem. <laughs> and 
And to thank me, you that's, very much. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Uh, but to me, being Mexican, that's offensive. Like, how can you blame all these things happening to a race? Right? We've all lived here together. We've all kind of, you know, it's it, it's not like, hey, white people came, they dominated, and also we started bringing all these other all the people. Right? We brought bringing in some Mexicans. We brought in some Irish. We brought in some Chinese. We, no, they all came at the time when this country was growing, it was developing, it was becoming the the foundation of this nation was was happening. We were all here already, right? And, and yes, there was a lot of uh, racism that was going on back there. But we've we learned from our mistakes, right? We grew Absolutely. from that and we became such a powerful nation. Let me tell you, a nation like ours doesn't get this powerful because we're racist. It, it right. just doesn't. You know, that that's that, that this is what this is what the left wants to feed into America because this is what divides a nation. When a nation is divided, this is how people get votes, right? Because you divide a nation, you got two parties, so a divided nation means they're gonna vote for a party, right? Absolutely. The other going to vote for the opposite party. So that's how you 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 win votes. And it's ridiculous because let me just give you a couple of things. Um, so recently, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith uh, was on the news. She was uh, again surprised, yeah, right? Exactly. So she produced and narrated a uh, miniseries called Cleopatra. I think there's more. There's I think Cleo. Yeah, it's Cleopatra. It was the and, Netflix special. That, that is correct. So she received poor reviews. Okay. So these reviews were poor. At the least. Were, yeah. And so the first thing, one of the things she said, the reason for that is white supremacy. That white supremacy is what caused her poor reviews. <laughs> and that was my exact reaction yeah. to that. I'm like, wow, how is white supremacy impacting Cleopatra? Yeah. So in, in A lot looking, of people watched your husband's movies. Oh, man. So <laughs> I'm not, look, man, I... I used to love Will Smith when I was younger and, and I, and, uh, and it's just now I'd never listened to his music. It was too soft for me, but, um, nothing against that music. Um, uh, but he, Tupac he was, for life. yeah, Tupac baby, but he, he did some of his movies were great. I loved his movies. And, um, but that whole thing he did at the Oscars out, that, that was just, um, to me, that was like, you know, and oh, it's, that was ridiculous. Yeah. You know, and, and, and uh, and then to Chris rock out of all people, you know, right. It's like the it most was... likable guy in Hollywood, you know, exactly. Exactly. So, <laughs> and you know what, on a, on a side note, he was awesome. He was a great gentleman with that whole thing. I mean, uh, who? you know, Chris rock. Oh, well, I mean, how can he not be a gentleman? The guy's like 20 pounds wet. You know what <laughs> I mean? I mean what are you gonna do? Beat <laughs> well, up, beat up, beat up Will Smith. Come on. The guy right. Well, him. the thing is, you know, him having a microphone, he could have went off on him up there and he's a, he's a great comedian. So he could have off the cuff, just like, crushed will smith there but he didn't and then afterwards all the little interviews and things that he did yeah. he never once like bad mouth he was like dude he he slapped the crap out of me yeah. <laughs> kind of thing yeah. and and honestly made light of the whole deal he was uh man he de he deserves a lot of credit in that whole thing yeah. will smith i don't know if he formally apologized but he really should well good job chris rock and i'm being the bigger man on that but anyway going back yeah. on that so and here's the thing about about how easy it is to just blame a race, right? Because, and how can she get away with that? You ask. It, very easy. She gets away with that because that is what everybody's feeding the media, or I should say, oh, everybody, yeah. everybody the on the left. Man. That's the narrative nowadays. Is like yeah. it's white people's fault. White this, white that. They, we, you know, we were slaves to the white man. We were uh, Come on, man. It was there. There was a lot more than just white people that had slaves, and and so the problem there is that. 
everyone accepted that. Like everyone's like, oh, poor Jada Pinkett Smith, it, it, white supremacy at it again, blah, blah, blah. But the truth behind it is that she, believe this, this is, this is funny. She is being accused of blackwashing Egyptian history. And this is by oh, yeah. this is by the Egyptian. Egyptian. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so there's an Egyptian there's an Egyptian lawyer right now who's wanting to ban that miniseries in Egypt because they find that offensive. So kind of like what these uh woke companies are doing to a lot of the movies that we watch watch now. They're oh, yeah. they're, they're they're just hey, we want to fit in with you guys. We want your votes. We want you to watch us. We're going to we're going to change some things around for you, you know, with the LGBT community, with everything else, you know, everything's just going woke. But there's there's repercussions to that, right? Right. Budweiser, for example, uh, it it happens. <laughs> so, and and when I said earlier that this is the narrative that's being fed, one of the major contributors to that is President Biden, right? Yeah. He he cannot Absolutely. he cannot let go of that term, um, white supremacy. So recently, he was in a commencement address in uh, Howard University. Did oh, you hear yeah, that? I saw that. Yeah. So he called the white supremacy a poison. He actually called it the most dangerous terrorist threat. <laughs> Not the southern border where we have all kinds of terrorists coming through, but actually white supremacy is our most dangerous terrorist threat. When you feed that to especially young college students who are going out to the world, right? And what else are they going out to do? Vote. He's right. going to throw these whites. He throws it out like it's like pancakes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you get one, you get one. Everybody gets one. Right. And, <laughs> and, but that's to me, that that's like, you're, you're minimizing the intelligence of people by doing that. Right. And, and it's absolutely. very, and it's very offensive to me. And, and, yeah, I, absolutely. and it well, should be to everybody, honestly, this whole thing with these, you know, the movies that are going on. So, um, what is it? Uh, the little mermaid they're, mm they're like redoing it and they have yeah. the young lady that's going to be acting in it. And, and she's not a, you know, white red haired girl, like was depicted in the original, uh, you know, to be honest with you, I don't care one way or the other. I'm probably never going to go watch it anyways. I'm not a huge Disney fan at this point anymore. And, um, however, the thing that I think is very offensive about the whole thing uh, should be to the people that they are switching this storyline over in their color. So you're telling me you wrote a story based around a white redheaded little ginger girl, right? That can comes out of the sea and all that. And now you as a person of color, uh, we're not going to write you your own story. We're just going to recycle this one and, and just throw exactly. you into it. You know, I was about so, to say that that exactly. So it's really, it's really sad that that's going on. And, you know, kind of going back on your thing with Jada pick and Smith, um, you know, the, the problem with this whole thing of them, her saying, and everybody else that's jumping on the little, uh, you know, tiny bandwagon, they're saying, well, it's because it's, it's a, it's racist, you know, that people aren't, well, we mentioned her husband had very successful movies. Yeah. And, um, I know one of your, you know, guys that you like a ton. I do too. Uh, Denzel Washington. Great. Actor. I will go watch any movie he's in. <clears throat> it has nothing to do with I the color it. of his skin. It equalizer, has everything to equal, do with equalizer, baby. Equalizer. equalizer. Awesome movie. Yeah. You know, um, these are, it, he won't be cast into a movie that doesn't have a great script and man you know, on and fire, he, man on fire is another great man movie on by fire. Him. Yeah. The one where he's down in uh, Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. That a awesome. yeah, I love that yeah. And, and 
so right there is like that crushes that whole narrative that people aren't watching it, you know, because of it. So, so I don't want to sidebar too much here, but, uh, did, did you get to see the, uh, Ghostbusters movie where they had the whole, the all female cast? I, I did not see it, but I, I uh, yeah, okay, well, I'm, a kind of a, I'm a kind of like original guy. I like the original. Yeah. Don't mess with the original. It's like if they, came, if they came out with the Goonies, I'd be like, get out of here. Yeah. So, so I watched, uh, probably the first 20 minutes of it because I, I love Ghostbusters, right? And I'm like, oh, they redid it. Well, let's see what they did. It was complete garbage. The script was terrible. The acting was not really that great. And, you know, when that all came out and it didn't do get in the box office and everything, they were like, well, it's because it's same thing. Guys aren't going to watch it because they're all, you know, chauvinistic and all this kind of thing. And my thing if to that a is a hot chicken movie. I'm going to go watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what well, they're talking about. The that was probably one of the problems with that movie. No, but uh, but it it had nothing to do with it. It was all a female cast. One, you're you're competing with an original that can never be. I mean, Ghostbusters two yeah. didn't do good as Ghostbusters one, right? And that was no. the same cast. So, um. The fact is, is that it was a terrible uh, script. That the acting was subpar. Now, have you seen Ocean's Eight? It was the no. Sandra Bullock movie, yeah. so it was taken after Ocean's Eleven, which Ocean's Eleven was awesome, in my opinion. Some people comment if you don't agree with this, but Ocean's Eight, I would put up against Ocean's Eleven and maybe beyond. Uh, they did an amazing job. That was a great, you know, the cast selection was awesome. The acting was. I mean, way above par and the script was great. The whole thing about it was awesome. So it has nothing to do with, you know, skin color, uh, your sex or anything like that it has everything to do with your ability to perform whatever that task or whatever that right. thing is that you're trying to accomplish. Well, I'm glad you brought up those movies and, and, and that they were the female actresses and it was more about the script. But let me tell you something else. Who doesn't uh, love a good movie? Who doesn't love a good movie? But here's the other thing about white supremacy. Apparently it's not enough that you're white and you're a white supremacist, but you could also be Mexican and be a white supremacist, which <laughs> I did not know. So, so this it, is your fault too, Joe. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not my fault that my birth certificate says Caucasian on there. That's not my fault. I'm still Mexican. But if you remember the Allen, Texas mall shooter, his name was Mauricio Garcia. Oh, and yeah. he had a, a RWDS patch, which is a right wing death squad. Um, and the guy was, I think, Mexican. I'm, I'm not sure. He Hispanic. Let's that's just a, that's generalize like a it. video game thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a cosplay thing, man. If you look that up, there's like this whole video yeah. game stuff, and it, it's pretty interesting. But you know, uh, again, you know, how many people, um, especially with with extreme ideologies, whether it's the left or the right, they'll take cosplay stuff or whatever that's already out there and they use it for themselves because it kind of fits their what they're doing. Um, but you know. When's enough's enough. Like when is enough? Like really, when, when do we stop blaming a race for things that happen? I mean, wh at what time uh, in our lives do we start taking accountability uh, for our own actions? Right. And, and, right. and what defines a person uh, And the, the, the biggest thing about that is that white supremacy doesn't stop there. If you look and, and guys uh, and gals, I, I, I please go out there and look, just go Google it if you want. But I, some of the most ridiculous things is being blamed to white supremacy. Do you know that getting up early in the morning is a um, it perpetuates it perpetuates a stereotype that people of color are lazy or lack discipline. 
Wow. I would think uh, that would pertain to anybody that doesn't wake up early. has nothing to do with your skin color. So th- this article was written by an Anthony Bernardi. Um, he, it was in medium.com. He wrote this article and, and it's how it's they're talking about um, it, that's white supremacy because, you know, the, the white slave owners um, ha- would get, you know, the, the slaves up early in the morning and, and give them hard backbreaking work from morning till dawn and, and blah, blah. And it, first of all, it's funny that you have to say white slave owner because clearly that says there's more than it was white people that own slaves. But this is a thing that they're, they're throwing out there. This is the poison. And I call it poison because this is what it is. This is the kind of poison that's being thrown out there. Um, CBS News, uh, Miami, uh, back in February, they, they, made a, uh, they wrote an article saying that black Americans are likely to get less uh, of a good night's uh, sleep because of white supremacy. So the factors behind that is noise population and social stress, right? The social stress being that they have to deal with racism um, and, and, and all kinds of things on social media, out in the streets. The noise population is because black people live in the ghetto. So that is exactly what wow. CBS Miami is saying. Hey, guys, you guys are going to get less sleep because as a black person, you have a lot of noise pollution because you live you live by railroad tracks or you live by uh, industrial place or you live by the prisons or I mean, like, uh, no, they really I mean, wow. they're, they, they live everywhere, just like Mexicans live everywhere, just like white people live everywhere, just like <laughs> Asians live everywhere. This is the kind of thing I'm that sure those trailer parks aren't that quiet. They don't have that good of insulation in there. So, well, let saying. me tell you, the trailer parks. Are, and, and this is nothing against you, Jay, but the, <laughs> can't live in a nice trailer. Okay, would would people refer to trailer parks? Who are they referring to? White people. White trash. Yeah, white trash. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Right, and, yeah. and and it's funny because that's okay to say, right? Right. <laughs> we can say that, but you can't, but exactly. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you ever tried sleeping in a trailer, man. It was hard to do. But the, the here's the thing, though. They take just any little bit they can. And they do, I think they do reverse research. So they'll grab something. It's like, hmm. Right. What's, what's yeah. Oh, you know what? I, I noticed that my friend, um, he's not sleeping a lot. He's black. I'm going to start thinking why. Oh, the guy lives in the ghetto. That's why. You know, well, that's going to be, that's America. Those are black Americans. None of them get good sleep because they all live in the ghetto. I mean, <laughs> Yeah. How do you? How can you justify your your your? No, that's that's completely uh, silly. These articles, man. It's like, and I'm gonna tell you, if these articles were about Mexicans or about Hispanics, I would be upset because don't put me in that category. I'm better than that. You know what I mean? You're not gonna say that. Oh, we all live in the ghetto. You're not gonna say, oh, we, you know, we're we're all, you know, getting up early is is uh, a, a white supremacy thing. My dad was getting up early since he was a kid and he was born in Mexico. Right. And was there white supremacy in Mexico? You know, I just don't understand. That's something that, you know, those are biblical times, man. You, you, you know, as, as, as Americans, as God's children, right. We work hard. That's, that's our, that's one of our jobs, right. Work very hard. And, And that's what we do. How can you work hard at two, three in the afternoon? You know what I mean? You got to get up early in the morning and get, and get out there yeah. and get to work. And um, so here's the thing also that I, it's very interesting that I, I'm, I'm curious to see where this white supremacy is going to end up stopping. But according to the U.S. Census, um, the majority of Americans under 18 
are people of color or uh, they identify as multiracial. So that means that um, mm. in the last decade alone, that populace right there that I just said increased by 276%. Wow. 276%, which means that by 2045, white people are going to be a minority. So well, who will we blame then? Right. You know yeah. what I mean? At what point is this narrative going to be called out? Because it, it, it doesn't go. It, it really doesn't. Yeah. Because all it does is divide a nation. And that's what it's doing. And I think that's right. their goal. Yeah. Well, here's my part of my problem with that is like, so, you know, God forbid this were to ever happen. But if tomorrow, everybody woke up tomorrow and they were blind, nobody could see anything. We could no longer be racist against skin color, right? Or prejudiced mm -hmm. or bigoted or whatever you want to say against the skin color, because that wouldn't exist anymore. Nobody in the world could see. Nobody would av be able to see your skin color and judge you based on that one, you know, uh, thing. But there would be people in power that would manipulate and indoctrinate people to not like something else. The voice, uh, your, you know, the tone of your voice, uh, the smell that whether it's exactly. cologne, whether it's BO, whatever. Exactly. And there would be something, something, you admit your accent, whatever. They would be prejudiced over over that. Um, there's no doubt in this world that there are bigoted and uh, racist be, people that are out there. What's they're up? Gonna be, they're going to be racist against people who are not as blind. You're not as blind as me. You're not as, <laughs> yeah, you can see, you can kind of see <laughs> shadows. That's not, yeah, you have such an advantage in this world. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's really silly. And you know, most of, most of what we call racism now is a form from our beginning of tribalism, right? So if you go back far enough, people were in tribes, right? We lived in, whether it was huts or in a cave or what have you, close to a water source, right? Um, that's water is life for everybody. Right. And you only knew your little category of people. Exactly. When you ran into somebody else, whether they looked like you or didn't look like you, there was a better chance they were going to look like you than not, right? Because right. they were from your general area. You're, at that time, your DNA was pretty close to theirs. but they were from a different tribe. So you didn't like them. What, what was that based on? Well, because they lived over there. You know, it had nothing to do with this color of their skin or anything else. They lived over there, not over here. We don't like them. Okay. And uh, over time, this is what was used by, you know, people of power and everything to control folks is to say, oh, those people over there are really bad. And nothing has changed. And in, in, in this day and age in 2023 the fact that people can't get it through their head that most people in this world again i'm going to say it again there are bigots there are racists there are absolutely you nutty know, people absolutely. out there all no, over the world there'll right? always be there will always be you're never going to get rid of that if you were to go to most people and say hey what's your le like least favorite race or whatever most people would look at you and like what that's kind of racist that's messed up well, why would people say that? Because it's true, because they they don't, you know, they don't agree with this whole thing that we're going to put down certain races. Here's the problem is most people uh, that are of any color or any race, they make their own decisions and they create their own stereotypes within their own communities, their own tribes, whether you want to call that race, whether you want to call it religion, you want to call it whatever you want to call it. Um, we all create our own stereotypes, right? So you have like, um, if you want to say like 
uh, for, I'm being white, you're white too. So the KKK, right? It's one of those things that will come up. All right. If you were to ask just about any white person in the country and say, Hey, what do you think about them? You truly like them. Don't you, 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 in your closet, you have a, a, a white hoodie thing and everything. Most of them are going to look at you totally backwards and be like, what? what? We don't like those people well, at all. You, you got to clarify that. Uh, I have a white hoodie. But it's you do KKK. <laughs> I like. Oh, okay, yeah, I like hoodies. hoodies. <laughs> we'll we'll keep the hoodies. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, and and little example. So going off your hoodie thing, you know, uh, a couple years ago, and you know, within this last year and ongoing for probably what four or five years, we've had mm-hmm. you know wh- whether it started with the summer of love or whatever, Portland, all these places. Uh, I mentioned this, uh, before we had, um, you know, these folks that were going in stores and breaking in and looting and, and running out. And you know what the common denominator with most of those people that were, were walk running out of those stores with stuff, the common denominator between those people. I don't want to let you guys comment down below. What is it? What's that? I don't want to guess. You don't want to guess. No, I feel like that's a trap. The, the big common denominator. I'm going to tell you, they all had hoodies on. So, it. so. People with hoodies, uh, let's let's ban hoodies. Are, are are those the evil thing? Is that what it is? And most everybody on the channel is going to be like, uh, you're being really silly at this point that you're going to say that hoodies are the cause of crime. Well, that's correct. It is silly, but that is a overall determination of an inanimate thing that you say, well, it happens all the time. That must be the that means must be the cause of it. Um, no, the person inside that hoodie caused. The issue, right? Exactly. Whatever skin color they are, it doesn't matter. Whatever religion they are, whatever. So our thing, you know, when we were in high school together, when we looked at somebody that was a jerk, what did what did we look at? Well, that they were a jerk. Yeah. It had, didn't matter. It, you could be whatever color. You could be, you know, purple we, princess. Yeah. And if we you, were a jerk, you were a jerk. We didn't have racial issues back when we were No, younger. because it we wasn't pushed. It wasn't put in no. the, you know. And, so that, uh, and that's what's being pushed now. So in here, and you you hit something that's very important, is that well, like hitting when, important stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially back when you were talking about the tribes and, and things like that. So what happens when people don't know something or don't understand something or they don't know a particular? They fear yeah, it, maybe. right? So they they fear that, and and with time, fear because they don't understand it turns to hate, right? And yeah, that, absolutely, and, and that hate is what is being um delivered out here yeah. to everybody and you know the saddest Absolutely. thing about that is instead of the president saying hey not not feeding that that narrative of white supremacy and the white this and white that because all people are hearing is that that's white people that's white people that's white people that's white people that's it you're perpetuating hate to you by, those gringos right by, yeah by doing that but <laughs> wouldn't you think that a president would want to unite a nation instead of divide it so wouldn't you think that you the left think. the left would be like, hey guys, look, we we if we talk enough about this white supremacy, it's going to create fear amongst right. non-white people, right? And that fear is going to turn to hate. Y'all saw Star Wars, you know what I mean? That yeah, uh, you know, that it, it happens. Fear turns to hate. So right. you you have to start um, disassembling that narrative, and the only way we could do that is if we pay attention to what's going on, and do why do we need to keep rolling everything out as white supremacy? Why is the why is right. main mainstream media sending that information out? Why are they making these articles about 
you know, they don't get uh, that white supremacy is is a fault of um, why people get up early or uh, that white <laughs> whiteness culture. Listen, I don't like getting up early either. Man. Yeah, that, <laughs> I don't care that, what color my skin Exactly. Is. Or that whiteness culture is what is uh, causing a non-whites to sleep less, you know, or because they have so many worries, so many stress. Hey, let me tell you something. I have a lot of stress, a lot of worries when I go to bed. I have kids and, you know, I worry, they're adults, but I worry about them all the time, right? They're, I right. have my own stressors. I have, you know, I have a job I have to worry about. It. I have to get up early. I gotta, there's so many things. I wish I was born rich and I didn't have to do any of that stuff. But the, the, the point is that we're sending a, a message of hate is what we're doing. Right. And, and, and in turn, we're dividing a nation and all this. Let's, let's get down even lower to that. All that for just a vote. That's all they yeah. want, a vote. Because at the end of the day, if if Black America or Mexican Americans or Hispanic America vote for the left, they're still not going to do anything for us. It happened all the time <laughs> yeah. in California. I was I was born and raised in California. Yeah. It happened all the time. We get these governors like, oh man, when you guys were going to do all these visas for you, you this and that and blah, blah, blah. We voted them in and guess what happened? Not a damn yep. thing. Not a damn thing. Well, and look I mean, at, look at look at your president now. What, he what did he promise? What has he promised? Cover depression. <laughs> yes, Mr. President, I apologize. Yes, thank you, Mr. President. <laughs> but like, what is he doing now? What promises did he make besides telling people if you don't vote for me, you ain't black? What? Yeah. What? What else did he? What did has he done for? Oh man, all, the black all these. Community? Well, Seriously. you talked about it. You talked about it a few minutes ago about the young, you know, the younger generation that they're trying to indoctrinate them into the Marxist leftist system. And, you know, one of the things that they promised over and over, hey, we're going to, you know, pay for your schooling and all this stuff. And guess what? That's not going to happen. And, you know, um, they knew it wasn't going to happen. They knew it wasn't going to go through, but they do these promises and things to get people voted in and everything. And, and, um, you know, it's, it's, um, it's a sad state that, that people can't see through this stuff. Let me tell you, regardless if you vote left, right, uh, independent in the center somewhere, uh, you know, doesn't matter. One person, one man, one woman, um, or whatever else they want to identify as when they finally make it to the presidency, they are not going to save our lives, right? It's up to us to change and make a difference. Just like right. Joe said earlier, you know, this whole getting up early thing. I don't like to get up early. Uh, I had a gig last night. Um, I didn't get home and unpack till like 2 a.m. Then I, um, uh, you know, had to get up early to go to work. I mean, I was out the door by like 6.30 ish. So, you know, this is just it. I, I didn't, I want to get more sleep, but that's just a part of life, you know, when you're doing things and, and uh, getting out there and, um, you know, if you're sleeping in till 2.30. And I, I don't put it against anybody. If you had a rough week and it's your day off, hey, it's your time. You can do whatever you want. You want to sleep in. and But, you know, you talk to any uh, personal development coaches or anything like that, they will all tell you, you know, um, like Joe was saying earlier about the early bird gets the, the worm, worm, right? Yeah, that that's a racist comment. Well, it, it's it's only a racist comment if you take it as a racist comment. And whatever its original intentions were, you know, if somebody wants to say, well, this is how it was originally uh, made. Well, that's not what it means to us today. There's a lot of things that have changed over time and, and we can decide if we're going to make things racist or not. And you have to decide if you're going to fall into this, um, just this complete indoctrination 
of our, uh, you know, country and kids at this point, or if you're going to stand on your own two feet, think with your own mind and really make your own decisions and not let other people, you know, dictate where you're at and be kind to one another. Absolutely. I mean, that's the biggest thing, Absolutely. you know, I think I piggy in, I, just piggyback off what you're saying right now. I think it's important that moving forward, I think, um, as Americans, I think before we, we make judgment on somebody based on their color that we get to know that individual first, you know, a lot of times it's right. simple hello or a, a goodbye or holding a door or hey, how's it going, um, could cut down some of those barriers. Um, yeah, absolutely. But for us, yeah, as, open the door, man. <laughs> but, but for us in, in the 21st century to sit here still and look at somebody and, and base everything that, that negative on their skin color. That's, that's just horrible. That's just not, that's not the American way. Um, like Jay said earlier, is there, do we have a bunch of bigots out there? We do. And we're still going to have them. We could pass laws. We could do all kinds of things. Um, yeah. it's not going to change a person's mind. Um, no. unfortunately that, that stems from, from how you raise a child. And if, if today we're still, this is what worries me the most, Jay, is that it, today, if if we're still raising our kids, you're like, oh, don't go by that police officer, or oh, oh, don't talk to that white man. Don't you know that you're only spreading that, right? Because right. I, and that's one of the things I hated the most when people was like, well, you know, if you be misbehave, I have that police officer take you away. But you're you're making that police officer look in a negative light, like oh, police officer only come to take you away. That's a bad thing, right? You know, and that's not the case. It's not the case for also being a, a white American. Just you know just because you're white doesn't mean that you're a bad person and and police, I, police and officers say, don't police officers don't trust people in hoodies okay yeah, that's yeah, clearly so um <laughs> i i it's a it's a shame i think it's a shame that still in the 21st century we're we have to point out someone's color um instead of who they are their character uh one of the things my dad used to tell me when i was younger was uh tell me who your friends are and i'll tell you who you are so that that, yeah. means, that that means a lot, man. That means that, you know, as a kid, you, you hung out with people that were like you, more like you. You never base it on color. So we need to change oh, no. that. We need to change that. We've been friends our pretty much our whole life, yeah. you know, and uh, there was never a thing about. I mean, here's the here's the thing is that um, if we ever said anything about race or anything else, it was because we were joking with each other and, and stuff, you know, it, it had nothing to do with us being uh mean or anything like that and now it'd be called like what do they call it microaggressions and all that yeah. kind of stuff you know it's really sad i mean the communities that are being affected the most by the the racial um divide divide kind of thing are the are the folks that mlk was talking to the most i mean and judge people by their you know by the uh, content of their character not the color of their skin and and it's really it's really sad to see people that were that brilliant in our recent recent yeah. history uh to be just you know kind of pushed by the wayside um and it's and i agree with you like what's next i mean you know uh there was that movie a long time ago it was something about like the world or the world without uh, Mexicans or something like that, where they had, and oh. they were trying to show that, you know, your, all your food and stuff from your crops. And in a way I felt that that whole thing was kind of racist. Like, okay. So you're saying that Mexicans only go to fields and clean your toilet. That's all they do that. You know, I mean, again, we, we do a good job. We do, we do a good job. Yeah. But there's, there's people of every race that pick fields. There's people of every race that clean toilets, you know, yeah. and, and, and there's Mexicans that are lawyers and that are, 
firefighters and doctors and you know all this so it's, and it's senators re- and representatives and senators yeah i mean uh, some of my favorite senators man they've got a you know hispanic last name so um and let's and let's face it man america cannot survive without tacos i'm just saying that i'm uh, gonna throw that dude, out there i'm moving if we get rid of tacos <laughs> let me tell you that so. all right everybody thanks so much for hanging out with us today i'm jay and that's joe and this has been joe and jay outspoken If you had fun or learned anything, do us a favor, like, subscribe, comment, and share. Those things really help us out and fight the algorithm that may not always agree with the topics we cover. And like most of the topics we cover on the channel, today's topic was suggested by you. So if there's a topic you would like uh, to see us cover in the future, please go to joeandjproductions.com forward slash ideas. And a very special thanks to our Patreons that make this whole thing possible. Without your amazing support, there'd be no outspoken. Uh, If you would like to help out, it can be as small as liking, subscribing, and commenting. Or you can grab merch from the Outspoken store. Joe's got some of his favorite hoodies over there. (laughs) Or for only about five bucks a month, become one of our Patreon members. Thanks again, everyone, for tuning in. Take care of one another. Do better. Be better. And as always, God God bless America. America.